Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A sinking ship. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. Split you open. I really think that from now on we should be partners. 50 50. 60 40. I find myself being fired upon by an entire ship! Give me the man. Give me a kiss first. Seek my treasure, have you? Let's finish this. Ah! Open The movie Cutthroat Island had it all. Pirates, swashbuckling, and the 1990s version of the 1600s. What Cutthroat Island didn't have? Success. On any level whatsoever. (laughs) It's considered a landmark financial and cinematic failure. I'm talking about the Guinness Book of World Records failure failure. The 1995 seafaring film Cutthroat Island. (laughs) Cutthroat Island is a 1995 swashbuckling adventure film directed by Rennie Harland and starring Harland's wife at the time, Gina Davis, yeah. as well as Matthew Modine and Frank Langella. Langella? So Frank Lang- Langella? Yeah. Frank, yeah. Frank- so this is like an A-list, this is a star-studded enterprise. Well. In the 90s, Gina Davis, Frank Langella, the other guy you mentioned. Exactly. <laughs> no. Here's theories on why this was a failure. I, uh, I'll I break can't it wait. Down. I can't wait. It sounds like it could. I mean, especially like '90s pirate ship. Sounds like it is like sitting on the shoulders of movies like this. So it it feels like it would have been a success. It feels like people would have eaten it up. You know how I feel about movies that involve boats, right? Especially ones that take place in the 1600s. You don't like them? I have no love for them. <laughs> okay. At all? No. Not a little bit. Not a little bit. Not at all. No, Even the good ones I don't you're like. You're take no prisoners on these movies. With a budget of almost $100 million God in damn. 1995 so and much. a box office of a little over $10 million, this movie 
was a box office flop and widely considered to be one of the biggest box office failures of all time. Now, that's then. You adjust for inflation and you factor in other movies since then. It's mm-hmm. still probably top five. Mm, damn. It's a blow. I that's, how, thinking... that's how devastatingly tragic this film was. Wow. And you know I, I love that. You know I you love. You like that. You like that. You like, Even though you, you don't like boats and, and pirate shit, you are interested in this gigantic failure. I keep thinking about the Waterworld episode too. Like similar like echelon of budget and stardom and hype. I would imagine. This movie walks the plank. (laughs) There we go. So a little about the story. Cutthroat Island follows Morgan Adams, played by Gina Davis, as she searches for hidden treasure from her father in order to save her family from ruin. Along the way, she teams up with William Shaw, played by Matthew Modine, and faces off against a ruthless pirate named Dog Brown, which is Frank Langella. Langella? Frank Langella. I think it's Langella. That sounds right. Frank Langella. Matthew Modine is a big star, too. I just want to... In 1995? Yeah, especially in 1995. No? Am I just misreading this whole situation? I think he's not in his big star. I think Matthew Modine is more 1980s and then kind of comes back. I know because... I was in a 2004 movie with him where he's like a spaceman and there's like a monkey. And Are we going to do an episode on that? And I had to, this is when I lived in San Diego and I'm like one of the people that have to like move this monkey. And they were like, oh, the monkey's great. And, I, and the monkey was not great. The monkey did not like me or the other dude that played like his whatever. How have I never heard the story? This is like your tattoos. I just didn't know they existed until five minutes ago. So that was 2004 Matthew Modine. Wow. Obviously wow. he comes back in, in Stranger Things. He makes yes, a big splash. Exactly. Exactly. So let's just get into a break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Now let's get into why the movie failed. Okay, because it all the recipe is for success. Yes, there's a lot of things happening at the time that are not necessarily the fault of people involved. Mm-hmm. One, it didn't get great reviews. It got pretty Fair. bad reviews. Bad source material. I can't imagine these people are like horrible actors. I just probably just a bad. They're not script. horrible actors. And Rennie Harlan has made some decent movies. Mm-hmm. I just think. Even in 1995, pirate movies, I think we think of pirate movies, like you mentioned Pirates of the Caribbean, which 2003 is when that would kick off. And actually, I believe it made it kind of difficult, because it's only eight years later, Mm. to make Pirates of the Caribbean, because there's like, look at the last big movies involving water at all. Yeah. Not not good. Bad. And they're costly. What other things did this director do? 
Well, one of the movies is actually what got me on this track was the 1996 movie, The Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh, yeah. Which is huge. A pretty, yeah, it's a, it's, and it's a, it's, and pretty it's good. Pretty good. Yeah. I'll say it's a pretty good movie. It's a little wacky, but Gina Davis does a good job. He did Die Hard 2, Deep huge. Blue Sea, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Recognize yes, these yes. titles. I know that I've seen most of them. So that, considering the, the canon of what we usually talk about, like, that seems big to me. Is it the kind of person who's like, okay, well, you know, you made Cliffhanger and the Adventures of Ford Fairlane and mm-hmm. a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. How's 100 million? Seems like a big sh- jump. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a big jump. Yeah. So really, and this is, might be debatable, Gina Davis can't carry a movie. Can't carry this movie. Oh, I I mean, I agree with, I'm sure this movie is garbage, but Gina Davis, I'm such a, I mean, A League of Their Own, yeah. um... I mean, Beetlejuice was not arguably her, but she. But I mean, in *Leave Her Own*, there's others. She's not. Is she? The, there's other. It's um, kind of ensemble. Isn't no, it? but she also she was in *Thelma and Louise*. Yeah, but I she's mean, still she's not. There's still. Oh, that's so Susan hard. Susan Yeah, that's she's such never a tough leading. Pit to swallow here. Even *Longest Goodnight*. Mm-hmm. It's her and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, you know, she's. You know, she is the star of that. And yeah, she does a good job. I love her. Matthew Modine was not bankable. People, they were. I think it wasn't. <laughs> other big stars were like. Now we're good. And Matthew Modine knew how to fence, sort of. So he was... And <laughs> you just he's put that fine. on his resume? Like, like when you put on your... They're like, do you know French? And you're like, sure do. He's probably available, affordable, serviceable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he's a good actor. Yeah. You know, Frank Langella? Did I yeah. say it right? Yeah, he he's a name, but he's a little bit of a character actor. Like totally. Kind of, you know, you got to think of it. Do you want to go see the new Frank Langella movie? <laughs> no, just, I There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the genre wasn't really that popular i know yeah. we're thinking things post pirates of the caribbean and yeah. yes there was hook and pirates mm-hmm. but a lot of those movies didn't actually do well mm-hmm. they're like iconic when we look back at them interesting but yeah. it, was, it wasn't a landscape of like huh, another jackpot yeah well i think about lord of the rings too and this like combination of like history fantasy aesthetic too and that, i guess that's really more early 2000s so also carol co the the production company was already in trouble even before this movie was getting made and they kind mm-hmm. of overextended themselves and MGM was in the middle of corporate buyout and really couldn't afford to market it well and sometimes the marketing is a lot of it mm-hmm. and they couldn't make that happen they also probably I don't know if they overspent but they spent a lot of money to to make this movie mm-hmm. probably saved a little money on having Matthew Modine over Michael Douglas, who sure. is going to do it. And he's, you know, 95, yeah, he's, you know, pretty, and it's another name. Absolutely. It, there was a lot of factors that had really nothing to do with them. It actually made Carol Co. Fi- uh, go bankrupt, this movie. Oof. Oof. And it is one of the most notorious box office bombs in cinema history. It was in Guinness Book of World Records as the one. Obviously, that changes as mm-hmm. time goes on. Now, we're, you know, 20 plus years. Yeah. I don't even know how many years. 20 big plus old years. Flops. Yeah. We got big old flops. Now, is it as bad as it sounds as a movie, to be fair? Mm-hmm. 39% Rot Tomatoes. I think people look at it and they're like, it's a, some people are like, it's a good, it's fun. It's good. It's a mm-hmm. 1995 good, fun movie. I remember liking it. A lot of people, when they talk about it, I look at the dialogue. I remember getting dropped off from my mom when I was 13 years old. I really liked it. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, there's a lot of things I liked when I was 13 that I still do. Yeah. Nostalgia doesn't like dictate taste. But the movie itself isn't as bad, probably, as the failure it was. But sometimes when the failure comes first, it kind of seeps into the content of the movie. Mm. I watched a little bit of it. 
again, it's really Matthew Modine and Gina Davis don't have that period piece vibe. Yeah. They're literally just kind of like Gina Davis is like, I'm talking like Gina Davis. Hey, (laughs) my father needs that map. And I'm not, it's not her acting, but she's just really, you know, Frank Langella has a character actor. Yeah, he's he's always like intense. He's intense. Matthew Modine's like, my hair's floppy. And I got to walk the plank. (laughs) So it's wrong place, wrong time, Mm -hmm. wrong people, wrong movie. And the reason I initially got into this is, is like what people are like, what happened to Gina davis's career mm-hmm. a lot of people say this movie but there's so many factors no and she has had a pretty decent career i mean you know yeah but really most after 1990 the 1996 movie long Night, mm-hmm. that she did with her you know two movies with her husband and sometimes i wonder am i gonna call out my husband if i think he's not like am i gonna challenge my husband as a director yeah is is he gonna challenge or is he gonna go out of his way to challenge his mm-hmm. wife on a movie i don't know if that makes the dynamic changes it all or you get really getting the best out or maybe it does and she's had like a a decent career she did Stuart little yeah voice and then she was in glow the last season of Glow. but really i i think she's had an incredible i mean i'm a big gina davis fan Mm. but also she's not married to this guy anymore Anymore, no she's not married (laughs) but really like her career since then and there's a lot of factors Uh the unfortunate like ageism and sexism and and maybe she's just somebody was like i just chose to do what i chose to do we can't Mm -hmm. really get into the you know mind of her but it really seems like after this movie and because then you know long good night came out like pretty much right and you know that did pretty well Mm -hmm. not mind-blowing though not enough to maybe undo Something that's known in the Guinness Book of World Records as the biggest. When you're attached to the biggest yeah. box office flop, it's pretty damning. It's it's really like a scarlet letter that you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. But 39 percent of Rotten Tomatoes like seems pretty good for it, the and biggest flop. I'm gonna go out and say it's probably it's not as I probably wouldn't yeah. enjoy it, but it's not as bad as the financial disaster. That's its legacy. Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot. Of, I met Gina Davis once. Oh, uh, I here's with her. That's fine. Yep. Now you're uh, your best friend. Uh, 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 um, excuse me, and she was nice. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good enough for me. 